Hey guys, before we get into this episode, we wanted to give a really quick disclaimer. This episode, we are going to touch on the topic of suicide. So if you or anyone you love is struggling with suicidal thoughts or needs help in this area, please, please, please don't hesitate to contact the Suicide Prevention Hotline. And the number for that is 1-800-273-8255. I'm so tired. You're so tired. This was your call time. I know. I We talked about it and it was a great idea. And then, like, you know, when your alarm goes off and you just know, like, my body's rejecting this idea to wake up. <laughs> I just... I was like, Taryn, what time are we recording tomorrow? She was like, let's get coffee at 8.30 and record at 9. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. So I'm up at just usual me, like 8.10, 8.15, being oh, safe. usual me. No, I'm always like, okay, well, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to pick out my email. And then <laughs> 8.50, I'm like, Taryn, where she are you? She yells at me, let's go. And I was like, leave me alone. I said, wake up. And then she like rolls, <laughs> rolls out of bed and she has gum in her mouth. And I was like, okay, do you have gum in your You mouth? don't know my life. You weren't there. You were rushing me. I had my breath. I wasn't rushing you. I did this for you. I did that. We did this for you. Guys, I just regret to inform you. This is the last episode <laughs> of Listen Advice. We will no longer be recording together anymore. Morning, morning episodes are out of the question. Morning episodes are rough. Actually, it's, it'll be fine. I just need a moment, you know, to like. For sure. I'm getting, I'm getting there. Yeah. So you've got to carry us on your back. Ash, got to <laughs> hop on. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know. Um, welcome. Do you want to like, you yeah. know, give the spiel? <laughs> you. You. <laughs> Oh my God, guys, welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. I'm Ashley, that is Taryn over there, and we, we're not good at recording first thing in the morning. This is basically, you guys are Taryn's first cup of coffee. You are my coffee. You guys are her you coffee. Are. You're waking me up. It's, I feel like it'll be good, like, I feel like always the episodes where we go into it being like, this is gonna be rough, mm -hmm. it somehow just flips around. A thousand percent. I'm I'm sounding pretty raspy too. So I'm sorry about that. It's raspy, sultry. Unless you're into it. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, this is a podcast where we read your letters that you guys send in um, about literally anything. It can mm. be good. It can be bad. It can be happy. It can be sad. And um, we are two women. <laughs> Who just women sit on my friend's bed and tell you what to do with your life <laughs> from a very we used to have a very safe fancy distance. fancy studio you know yeah. pre COVID <laughs> and uh, <no>. yeah <laughs> it's gone downhill since then yeah um, but we got the videos back up so if you don't follow us on YouTube you totally should because you can see us in person while we talk um, unless you just really vibe with our voices and you don't really want to see what we look like yeah honestly today might <laughs> be a, a good day to skip. <laughs> Um, also we have socials. You should follow us on Instagram. Yes. We have been popping off on Instagram guys. Yeah. You guys, you guys have been popping off on Instagram. I feel like we talk to you guys the most on that platform. So if you haven't yet follow us there, where, what's our, what's our handle Taryn? You want to shout it out? Unsolicited advice pod. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Follow us there. Follow us. Um, but yeah, we're just, you know, we're thriving <laughs> in this stay at home season. Uh, we're, we're very lucky to have this. I'm, I feel 
the other day. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm not like, you know, when you just wake up and then you go to order coffee and you're like, I can have a, <laughs> like your voice hasn't worked yet. That's how I'm, I'm feeling right now. Um, yeah, I think, I think so many people are going through things where they're having hard times doing the things that they love. And so we just are so thankful that we get to do this mm-hmm. and that you guys still are enjoying it. And all your messages about how this is getting you through the pandemic has been just like so encouraging. So, and also this guys. has been getting us through the pandemic. I feel like it's a mutual love that we have for each other <laughs> because, um, having to record this weekly for you guys has kept us sane. It's yeah. been like something we look forward to. It's something that we have to like, we have to get done. And it's a <laughs> commitment me. that we, we 100% we're like, okay, we're going to do this. Yeah. We're not taking any breaks, which by the way, I don't know if you guys have noticed, um, we're coming up on our two year anniversary yeah. this year and we have not skipped one nope. episode. We haven't missed one nope. week because we love you guys and rain or shine. <laughs> we are very dedicated to yeah. making this work. And I couldn't believe I realized that the other day and I was like, oh, cause it was, oh, it was the top of quarantine last year that we celebrated our one year anniversary right. and I got Taryn a cupcake and I was like, Normally I would do something bigger, but quarantine, you know, it was so, perfect. yeah. So I realized I was like, wow, that, that date is coming up like soon. Cause That's it was nuts. the top of the year. Um, and I just had this huge realization where I was like, wow, we were really doing this. Yeah. Ash, so get off my back for At one the top, time being tired. Ash. <laughs> At the top of this podcast, I was like, oh, we're so new. Like we're figuring yeah. it out. Like we don't know what we're doing. Give us a break. And now I'm like, oh, we're we're doing the damn thing. Yeah. Like I had someone reach out to me and say they'd love advice on podcasting. And I always go to like, I'm not qualified for that. Right. But then I'm like, nah, we podcast. Nah, we won't do this for We're like thriving. almost two years now. I know. Anyways, we love you guys so much. Hope you're having a good day. If you're listening to this, you are loved. And uh, I get to do the tearing it up. Mm-hmm. Because, because we rock, paper, scissors last time. Yep. Which Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) Okay. Um, so this one, like I was not going to read the title, but I feel like you guys should go through what I went through where I, the whole time was thinking it was one thing and it wasn't. Does that make sense? Yes. So this one is titled, I got a black eye from a turtle. (laughs) And I love, I had turtles. (laughs) Remember my my turtles? Yeah. It's a red white. Like that. A red eared slider. Guys. There was one point in our friendship when Taryn acquired two turtles, two turtles. And she told me she got two turtles and I was like, you got two turtles. And she was like, well, they weren't doing well. And I had to, someone had to, someone had to do something. And so she took the turtles to save them and, um, just ended up keeping them as pets. Well, then... (laughs) Her entire shut it, Ash. She got an aquarium, and then her entire room became all about these turtles. And then you could smell them. The smell was next level. Like the second you walked in her room, I was like, "Oh, it's not like we were at a pet store." When I rescued them, they were literally the size of golf balls. Mm -hmm. And then because like I took care of them, and like they got really healthy. And they grew so large. So 
I was basically, I came to a point where, I feel like I've talked about this on here, yeah. but I came to a point where either I was going to have to spend thousands of dollars to get like a huge aquarium mm-hmm. or like I couldn't do it because I was cleaning their whole cage out, like taking the water out, getting new filters, like almost every three days because they just, turtles are so dirty. Yeah. They're so dirty. I had a friend growing up who got a, a tortoise mm-hmm. as a pet and I think he still has it today. And yeah, he's they live forever. Huge. His name's Solomon. He's huge. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like I've thought about that. Like having just like a dope turtle outside. Yeah. But don't worry. I t- I took them to an animal sanctuary and I cried and I went there she and did, it was cried. a beautiful place. So I know that they're you know they're thriving. Living their best turtle lives. They are. Thriving. Anyways, on to. So that's why I picked this one. I saw a turtle, but <laughs> okay. My uh, Hi, ladies. My name is Kate, and I have a tearing it up for you. But first, I want to say how much I absolutely love your podcast. It makes me laugh and want to cry and smile again and again. It's all the emotions, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my story is one of those. Did that really just happen? But it's become a good icebreaker for me, and I love using it on my Hinge profile. <laughs> That's such a mood. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I like to put it in two truths and a lie, and almost everyone thinks it's a lie. It was the end of the summer, right before I started high school. I had my friends over at my pool to end the summer right. We were having a good time. I was lounging in my pink tube, not a care in the world. That was until my tube turned me around, and I was hit in the eye with a turtle. Yes, you heard that right. A freaking turtle hit me in the face. The second it hit me, I couldn't see, and all I felt was pain while yelling for my mom to come help me. What turtle? Actually, I don't know. (laughs) What I didn't realize was that one of my friends had grabbed our battery-operated turtle that's supposed to swim around the pool. Mind you, the battery is the size of my fist, and she (laughs) tied a rope around its neck and proceeded to swing the thing in the air like a lasso. The timing was too perfect when I turned around and I got hit square in the eye. (laughs) Needless to say, the entire doctor's office had a good laugh that day at the girl who had a full-on black eye from a turtle. (laughs) And I also had to start my freshman year sporting a deep purple eye. I could only imagine what the other kids were thinking as I was very shy and quiet girl, and it made it worse that my high school was two middle schools combined, so all the kids knew me for the first time with a black eye. I'm 25 now, and I can't help but laugh at how ridiculous of a story it is, and I truly regret not letting my mom take any pictures of my black eye because I can finally laugh about it. (laughs) Moral of the story is... If something embarrassing happens to you, please let your mom and friends take a photo of you. You might be pissed and super embarrassed while it's happening, but one day you'll look back and just laugh your butt off. I'd like to end, oh, with a dad joke, if that's okay, of course. I saw it on Instagram and immediately thought of you, Taryn. Do they allow a lot? Oh, wait, I think we've done this one. Wow, because we've done so many, but I'll say it anyways. Do they allow loud laughing in Hawaii? Or just aloha. Yeah. <laughs> I love you girls. You want my laugh? I love you girls so much and I wish all the best and a healthy new year full of happy memories. The what? End. What was her friend doing? <laughs> Swinging but, a you know around it. Like, of course someone's going to get hurt. But they're at that age of like, you're just going into high school. <sighs> like, you know, the, like, she probably was one of those weird kids who was always like wanting to play like games. You know what I mean? me (laughs) but like 
I can't even imagine turning and getting hit with that. But the whole time I was still picturing it was a real turtle and I yeah. was dying. Yeah. But it's still just as funny. Oh my God. That's hilarious. I, yeah. I think I've shared on the story before. There was one embarrassing moment where I fell in front of everyone and I skid, I like skidded across the oh, yeah, um, face. concrete and I had a scab from my eye to my lip. I don't remember what episode I mentioned that in, but um, I had this, I was literally two face from Batman. Like Oof. half of my face was scabbed for like a month and then it was like healing for like two. Yeah. Um, and I don't have one photo of it because yeah. I wouldn't show anybody and my I wouldn't let anyone take a photo of me because I was so embarrassed by how ugly I looked but now I'm like yo that was a ginormous scar like huge scab and um I have no proof of it <laughs> and I funny. wish I could show people because it was so big it's funny like yeah when you're when you're younger it's just mortifying it seems like huge deals but it's so it's so worth it when you get older. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Like I remember injuries where I'm like, I wish I could find that yeah. picture of yeah. like my mouth all bloody and like swollen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So note to self guys, take photos of your pain and suffering. My poor children. I'm going to be like, I'm taking a photo. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Anyways, do you want to go first? Should I go first? I'm ready. I'm going to go first. I feel like you should, because mine's really heavy and I feel like I still need like a minute. Okay. 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 Yeah. You go first. Um, well, let's go ahead and get into the story. This one is titled, He Fell in Love and I Just Wanted a Friend. Um, okay, here we go. Let's get into it. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. Um, Hi. I'm sorry. Were you waiting for me to say yeah. that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hi. <laughs> um, she would like to stay anonymous, um, but she writes, this incident literally just happened and I felt like I needed to talk to somebody about it. So I decided to write you guys. I love that. We're here. <laughs> Last fall, I joined a Discord server that was started by some people I had met on TikTok. They were and have been a great community, and I have even made some close friends thanks to this server. 
One friend in particular was a boy about my age. Let's call him Steve. Over the past few months, I formed a close friend group with some of these people I had met through the Discord server, and Steve and I grew especially close. We even joked with the others that we were secretly twins. I thought I had finally found something I had been longing for for a while now, a group of genuine friends who just wanted to know me for me and didn't have any, quote, ulterior motives. Because of my experiences with last friends and relationships that I had, I knew that I had a lot of anxiety surrounding the idea of making new friends that truly had no intention of using me or that would not suddenly confess their love for me in a couple months and then get upset and ghost me when I tell them I didn't feel the same way. Gradually, I started to let my guard down with these new friends I was making and I started to feel like I could call Steve one of my best friends. Then, just about an hour ago tonight, Steve decided to shoot his shot. And just like that, all of my anxiety and trust issues that I've been spending so long trying to overcome have returned with a vengeance. I told him I wasn't interested in a relationship with anyone anytime in the foreseeable future, which is true. I'm barely in my 20s with a lot of relationship trauma and a whole load of other life challenges that I want to focus on right now before pursuing any sort of relationship. But now I'm scared of what's going to happen in my friendship with Steve and the rest of our friend group, because now I'm worried that I did something to lead him on or that now he won't want to be friends with me anymore now that he knows I'm not interested and I will lose one of my closest friends and one of the closest friends I've had in a long time. Or worse, he will stay and continue to be my friend, but then try to bring this up again and continue to make me feel like nobody wants to truly be my friend and nothing more. And someone can want to get to know me without any intention of just using me. Do you have any advice for how to handle a situation like this and hopefully still salvage a friendship? Any advice on how to let your guard down and trust someone not to take advantage of you when you just needed a friend and had no desire for anything more with that person? Thank you so much for reading this. If you have made it this far, honestly, it has felt really nice just to write it all down and feel like I'm telling someone else. So it's not just me alone with my anxiety about this. (laughs) Thank you both for what you do on this podcast, which by the way, I love and have been listening to since the very beginning. Ah. Thank you for letting me have this space to feel like I'm talking to my big sisters. Even if you never end up reading or sharing this, it helps so much just to be able to send it to somebody. Thank you so much, and I hope the rest of your day slash week is great. Much love, Anonymous. How sweet. Isn't she? She's just, she's just a doll. I think she's the sweetest person. Um, I... I feel like this is really hard right now. I don't, I, I will, I will say by discord, I don't fully understand what that means other than it's some kind of community group. Yeah, I don't know if that like means a, it came from a school or if that came from like a, a like small group outside. I of, don't, I would have to look it up, but yeah, it's some type of like a social platform. Mm-hmm. Um, online, I don't know what correct? it's, yeah, it's online, but I don't, I'm not exactly sure like what it's primarily used for. Okay. I, I don't, I've never heard of it specifically. I understand what you're talking about, but it must be some kind of online place where you can chat and make friends. I am so bummed for you because I know right now we are all struggling with friendships and trying to um, keep those kinds of relationships in our lives slash make new ones right now, making new friendships right now during this time where we're forced to stay home and, and not really socialize. That's hard. And it's something that we're all really longing for. Um, I, so it is, it's basically like one of those 
Like a chat room. Yeah, like chats so you can like connect and make groups of like people who are into like the same game mm-hmm. or like a study group or whatever. So I think that's that's what it is if people because I'm sure a lot of people are like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's it's so hard because I well, I just want to address one thing that like stuck out to me because she was saying like she's thinking back to like did she do something to cause this? I think that's why, while that is important, just in anything, like anytime we find ourselves in a situation where, where we're like, this is less than ideal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good to like trace back and see what started it. Right. Yeah. Because I always, and we've talked about it on here before, there's always like a couple little moments. I feel like you can trace back to and be like, Okay, I remember at the time that didn't seem like a big deal, but yeah. I can see how that might have led that me here. That was kind of flirty, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think, too, like when you're in friendships, and I think that's why boy-girl friendships are hard or like whatever you're into is hard because the second, like, if attraction kicks in, anything can be read as flirty. Yeah. Like, I know guy friends that I used to, like, run and like hug or like lay my head on or whatever which as in my mind I'm thinking of it as if they're like my brothers Mm -hmm. but they could be taking it as something else yeah so friendships are tricky like that but I would say even more important than looking back and saying what did I do to lead me here how you act from now is the most important part. Yes, because now it's been addressed. Yeah, it's been addressed. You know their feelings there. If you care about this person, then you need to be really careful what steps you take and to just take that extra second of thought before you maybe act a certain way or do a certain thing because then that's your responsibility because you know someone likes you, you know someone cares about you, if you continue to flirt and lead them on, that's where like, that's on you and that's yeah. sketchy. So I think there's ways you can continue a friendship. If you just make sure that you have those boundaries in place and that you just take that extra time to think and hopefully he'll move on and you guys can just continue a friendship. Mm-hmm. But I think what's to come in your actions is the most important part. Yeah. The the main thing that I would recommend doing is I would, I would, if, if this guy has quickly become one of your best friends, I would treat him like a best friend and I would sit him, I would give him the most attention right now. Like I would sit him down. I would have a conversation with him and I would just be like, listen, I adore you. I am so grateful for what we have. I've been looking to have these kinds of friendships in my life and I'm so grateful for yours and I don't want anything to jeopardize it. I don't feel this way, but I would, I want to do everything possible to make sure that you feel, um, comfortable with me still. And, and, and then just kind of, kind of see like how he feels about it. If he needs space, then you kind of have to just respect that and give him the space that he needs. Because if he has feelings, then then there's nothing you can do about that. And you have to allow him to kind of process those. Um, but if, if it's, if it's not as deep as it might be, then maybe you guys can, can immediately jump back in and, and start becoming the friendship that you had before. Um, but I would just give him, um, I think the most respectful thing you can do is just lay it out for him and be com- 
overly um, communicative with him and just explain how this isn't something you want or can possibly have right now, um, uh, that it's not him, but that you still, you still cherish his friendship and you want to do everything possible to keep it. I, I do want to say too, though, I think <laughs> this is such a, this is such a hard thing, mm-hmm. but every single person listening right now is going to be like, Ooh, I've been there. It is it is very easy to jump into just saying the the reason that is like true but not very relevant. Like every time like someone's had feelings for me, I'm like, I really just don't want a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. And though like maybe that's true, I know that like if a different guy that I was into came into the picture, I would not be saying that. Right. So there's always an exception. <laughs> yes. And we've had this, I, you should listen to, we had a podcast where we talked about like the guy's version and whatever. And we had like Mark chime in one time, but guys do, even though it sucks, they appreciate the like upfront answer. Mm-hmm. And I think us as women, because we like one, just don't want to be in awkward situations, but two, like sensitive. we are sensitive. We don't want to hurt people because we don't like being hurt. We tend to like really like be around the bush. Around. Yeah. Yeah. And beat around for, the bush. That's such a grandpa phrase, but everyone knows what you're talking yeah. about. So it's good. <laughs> it's, it still works. But for this guy, I would say like, if you are, if this is a like, nah, I just see him as a friend and that's it. I would not just give reasons that Because if he likes you, he's going to hear, oh, not now, but in the future. Mm -hmm. And then the second you start dating someone else or the second he comes back and then you're upset because he came back about it, like he's going to be confused. Yeah. So I would just, if, if you really are like, nah, I'm not seeing it with this guy, I would have a conversation with him like Ash said and just be super honest and just say like, this is not, this is not a reflection of how I see you, but like, I have to trust like who I am and my gut. And like, I just really don't see something going further than a friendship, but I cherish our friendship Mm -hmm. and I would love to make it work. But I understand if you can't, yeah, because the more you just like beat around the bush, like the, that's not fair to him either. So I would just be really honest with him about like not being interested. Yeah. The older I get, the more I feel like I learned that in general, people just want to be heard. And as long as you take the time to make him feel heard and understood, um, I think it'll go really well. As long as you really prioritize his feelings and making sure that, that you, that you fully express yours. Yeah. And, and like, the thing is like, I always like to think of worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. So like worst case scenario, he gets really upset and is like, I'm done. I don't want to be friends with you. Yeah. That sucks. But like, that might be what's needed for Mm -hmm. him to move on and find his person. And And also that's not your fault. No, it's not your fault. If he needs that, he needs that. Like if he's like all into you and then you start dating someone that might be hard for him too. So if this is the end of the friendship, like don't take that too like mourn it and it's hard, but also like that just might need to be what happens right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He might need that to move on. Yeah. But wow. Anonymous, you've got this. 
Yes, you got I'm it, girl. I'm proud of you for handling this with such wisdom and such grace. And I think you're gonna, you guys are gonna be fine. Um, yeah, you've got yeah. this, babe. Yeah. Okay. Um, before we get into my story, I just want to do a little disclaimer. This is a very heavy topic and definitely can be triggering. So um, we are going to list resources. We're going to have resources on our um, Instagram. But if if talking about this is not someone who's struggling with suicidal thoughts, but someone in their life that is and also a toxic relationship. So if that's something that is triggering for you, this might be an episode that you just dip out. And we totally understand that. Um, obviously like all our stuff, like we're not going to get too deep into stuff or giving like life changing advice because this is, these are topics that a professional needs to handle, but we're just going to give our love and opinion to this anonymous writer who is needing some support. Um, but just wanted to kind of set that out there first. Okay. Um, the title of this email is my boyfriend will not let me break up with him. Hi, Ash and Taryn. I would like to remain anonymous on the podcast, but you guys can know my name. I love that name. Mm -hmm. I am an Enneagram type two. I think I've taken multiple tests and have gotten a two and a nine. So I'm not sure what type I actually am. Well, you got a two and a nine here. So I was going to say we got (laughs) got you covered on both sides. Before I start with my story, I just wanted to tell you both how much I truly love this podcast and both of you. This podcast has honestly helped me so much in realizing that I'm not alone in this world and there are so many other people going through similar issues as I am. I absolutely stand both of your YouTube accounts and watch every single video you upload. I'm just waiting on... Oh, Taryn to upload more because I love her, but not trying to pressure you. I just love seeing your videos. We all are. You know? Someday. No. So, what? I'm trying. I'm trying. Yes. So I'm having a major issue. I'm 20 years old and I have been with my boyfriend for almost three years. Our relationship has basically been a mess the entire time. The relationship started off with constant arguments, lying, and so many issues that I could write a novel about them. We lived together in an apartment for about a year, but ended up moving into my mom's house when the pandemic hit, and we've been living here since. For some more context, the main reasons why our relationship has been so horrible is because he cheated on me, and for some reason, I forgave him. He has been emotionally abusive, controlling, and has even been physically abusive towards me multiple times. I know that we need to break up. I'm very aware of that. The only issue is that I literally cannot break up with him. He will not let me. Believe me, I've tried to say that I don't think this relationship is healthy in any way. And his reaction is saying that if we broke up, he will want to kill himself. He has told me that if we break up, it will ruin his life and he will genuinely want to end it. I truly do not know what to do because I am honestly torturing myself by staying in this relationship. And I have never been so unhappy to be with someone. I think every single day about how much I want to break up with him and cry because I feel like I'm just completely stuck in this terrible relationship with no end. I really need help because I want to break up with him, but I don't know how to do this without him threatening to kill himself. I just know that 
what I need is to be single and alone for a while and major therapy to help me deal with the trauma this relationship has caused. Any advice you would have would be so incredibly helpful. Thank you both for existing and for starting this podcast and for making me feel like we're best friends whenever I listen to it. I hope you have a great day, week, month, and hopefully year, but we will see. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Much love, Anonymous. I've also... Oh, she attached a picture of her dog for reference. Oh, she's cute. Look at her little guy. Cute. So cute. Ooh, this one, like, there are times I shy away. Not shy away, but I'm I'm scared to approach certain topics because the fact of the matter is we are not professionals. And we we are not qualified in, like, the technical term to like give advice on certain things. But I just, I heard like the desperation in this yeah. email. And I know that so many people right now are being stuck in close proximity with unhealthy relationships. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just something that should be talked about. Um, and I did reach out to a professional to give just kind of like, her two cents on stuff. So we'll, we'll definitely get there. But, um, I just want you to know anonymous, like this is such a heavy thing. And if you ever have a minute where you're doubting, like how you're feeling, like you have every right to be feeling all of the things that you're feeling. Um, and obviously there's probably so much more than even what, you know, we're mm -hmm. reading, but is there anything you wanted to add? Off yeah. The top? Oh my gosh. I feel like when I just feel so sorry, um, to have to be trapped in something like that. Um, however, I do think the second he mentioned that, I think what needs to be done is, is I, 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 I feel like, I feel like this requires outside help. Yeah. And I don't think this is something that you should have to add, do on your own at all. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I do think he has, he's clearly has to deal with some, um, emotions and stuff that he's holding on to. Um, but that doesn't mean that you are required to stay with him. Um, I think I, and I fully understand why you, why you feel stuck and why you feel like you have to stay with yeah. him, but it is not your job. This, that's, that's his life and you have your own. And, um, I think the best thing you can do is, I don't know if, I don't know who is in his life or who, um, who he lives with or what his family's like in any way. But if he has parents that, that love him and are good parents or grandparents or, or, um, a best friend or, or someone that you trust, I would maybe grab onto one of them and go seek a professional and just make them aware of the things that he said so that, maybe someone that he's close with can be there while you end things. Yeah. Um, then they could take them to the professional, you yeah. know, and, and make sure that that part's taken care of because I don't, I think the scariest part would be ending things and then walking away, you know, well, and not I mean, leaving him with not anyone. Not to mention like he lives in your house. Like there's so, there's so much that needs to happen that, that this is definitely not something that 
you can just like throw out. Like it's, this is something like you need a game plan. You need a support system. And like he does too. Like he's obviously mentally not healthy right now either. So for his sake and for yours, like there needs to be people involved. I'm just going to go ahead and, and read what, um, what was written into to me because I want, I want us to get that advice out first and then we can just kind of mm-hmm. comment on that. But, um, basically the response I got was that it depends on the age range. If she's an adult, I would remind her that as sad and scary as it is, she is not responsible for his emotions or actions. She needs to make healthy decisions for herself, even though he is a mentally unwell adult, he is still an adult and that he is responsible for himself. If she's close with his friends or family, even if they're not close, but she knows how to contact them, I would consider contacting someone to let them know that he is unwell and may need support, some support as she will be ending the relationship with him. I would a hundred percent get her own individual therapy like ASAP because all of this is not, is easier said than done. And she will need help to build her own support system for the time being, especially having taken on his health and wellness on top of her own and being in the middle of a pandemic and political unrest. And then I'm going to share the resources she sent to you, but I just thought like she wrapped that up so well, like at the end of the day, like you have to be able to take care of yourself and though we love people and if you are too I can't even imagine the turmoil you're going through because I know me that I would literally have to have Ashley coming and like pulling me kicking and screaming because I am the type of person that if someone's hurting I'm so wrapped up in theirs that I forget my own self Mm -hmm. so I think that it is very important that you, it sounds like you are not in a healthy situation. And if there's abuse involved, you should not be in this situation. And so at this point, this is not only for your safety, but honestly, this is for his safety too. Because if he is that unstable to where he's threatening to do those things, he needs help. Like he really does need help in a support system. So I would definitely attack this in a very, very like methodical way, like, like go into it and don't just say like, this is going to happen tomorrow, but Mm -hmm. talk to your mom and say like, this is what I'm going to be doing. Have, you know, maybe like a moving service ready to like help get his stuff, reach out to his friends and family. Um, but obviously like that part has to be kind of swift. Cause if you are going to reach out to them, chances are they're going to reach out to him. But I would just like create a plan, create a system. You talked about getting into therapy. I would do it now. Like I would just go into it now so that you're having the support and even some guidance on maybe like a good way to approach this. That's safe for you as well. I was going to say, I feel like she, sh- you should make the game plan with your therapist. Yeah. Get in there. Cause this, these are, these are heavy topics and I think sometimes we feel so inclined to handle all of this stuff like in-house you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like I'll handle it I'll just talk to my friend I'll figure it out on my own but there is nothing wrong with getting therapy and there's nothing wrong with reaching out to people and when it comes to safety like there's not you should not hesitate to reach out to someone Mm -hmm. so um Uh, anonymous like I re the thing is baby girl like you have your whole life ahead of you and I really think like 
this is going to be a turning point and healing and, and, you know, um, restoring yourself is totally going to happen. And I have no doubt that like, this is just going to be a distant memory that brought you to who you are. But I'm saying that because I want you to just like hang on. Like I want you to just like, to know that like everything in life comes and it's so hard and we acknowledge it and we look it straight in the face, but we are so much stronger than we give ourselves credit for. And I think that this is going to be something like you can totally do this. Like you got this, get your system in place, get people who can help you get professional help. And, um, this is going to be hard. (laughs) I think, I feel like we can't like sugarcoat that, but I think that, that this is something that definitely needs to happen. Yeah. I think this is on a, on on a weird, like positive twist. This can be a really big turning point for him as well. Um, him being so dependent on you is, is so unhealthy and, and going to be detrimental in his life as well. So, um, you know, you have to take care of yourself, but at the same time, I think this could also be a, a really awesome turning point and, and wake up call for him. Um, so yeah, I hope you don't feel selfish at all. I hope you don't feel like, um, like, like you're just kind of leaving him there because if, if you do all of this right, which it sounds like, obviously it sounds like you are like, you're trying to plan this correctly. Um, I think it, it's going to be the best thing for you. And I think it's going to be this huge release of yeah. this giant burden that you've been carrying for a long time is going to allow you to live the rest of your life, um, for you. Yeah. I also read, I was reading a couple articles and one thing that stuck out to me was saying like in these situations, it's really important that when you leave, you leave. Like Mm -hmm. don't like when they come back saying like, no, I need you. Like I'll be better. Like that's creating this cycle is where it gets worse and worse. Mm -hmm. So when, when that's why I'm saying like, you got to have like a full blown game plan in place to make sure that like it happens, like the separation happens. And the best thing you can do for that is have an accountability partner. Like your therapist or a best friend or your mom or, or someone in your life who can make sure that, you know, the second he contacts you, you tell them and they make sure that you don't respond or you don't like go running back to him to help because that it gets sticky there. Yeah. And, and too, like, I just want to say too, like if, if you are, if you ever come to a point where you feel like you're in danger, I would always have someone like you know, in the next room or things like that. But if you feel like you're in danger, like call 911. Like there's, there, there are ways to make sure like you're protected. So I definitely think that's why you just need to reach out to get that system in place and like the plan in place, because, um, you want to make sure you have every possibility covered, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. But, um, I'm just going to shout out some resources that were shared, uh, just for you, for, for anonymous, obviously this is for you, but also anyone listening who is either struggling with suicidal thoughts or has someone who is, or is involved in a, um, you know, a, a abusive relationship, a toxic relationship. Um, here are some resources. And like I said, we'll have some swipe ups for you guys on our Instagram as well. Um, one of them is loveisrespect.org. And there also is, I, I think this is like a video she sent, but it's from loveisrespect.org slash wheel video slash intimidation threats. 
There is also calyouth.org slash cycle. You can call or text 1-800-843-5200. Also suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Or you can text HOME to 741-741 for free 24-7 crisis counseling. So there are so many resources out here. Please use them. Please seek help. And I hope you know, Anonymous, like we are cheering you on and we are so excited for you to take this step to really just take control back of your life and to make sure that you're in a healthy place. But um, we will definitely be praying for you. Please keep us updated. We would love to hear an update. And, um, And our hearts go out to everyone who's, you know, dealing with anything like this right now. You've got this. We support you. We love you. Yeah, Anonymous, we love you so much. And um, and we are definitely, we're here with you. And um, and yeah, I mean, I know this was a heavy topic we talked about today, guys. So make sure like if this at all brought any negative thoughts up, make sure you talk to someone about it or reach out to someone because we're all going through stuff, but we got to make sure that we don't isolate. That's the worst thing we can do. So um, text a friend, reach out to a friend, check on your friends, uh, because you know, life's hard right now. So mm-hmm. we got to have each other's back. And this is why we also always end with a dad joke because right. it brings us back to a happy place. Um, and it allows us to end on a happy note. Um, so Taryn hit us with yes, a dad joke. Yes. All right. Um, how many tickles does it take? To make an octopus laugh. A tentacle? Tentacles? Guess that? Yes. What the frick? Oh my God. I have never in my life gotten this right. I'm shocked. I had to think about it. I was like eight. And then I was like, no. I mean, you ruined my punchline, (laughs) but I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I really feel like I should get an award. You should. It's a really big deal. Guys, thank you so much. If you consistently hear our dad jokes at the end of the episode, you're the best. We absolutely love you. Um, be sure to check I do, out. I do feel like we have like a dad joke squad. Yeah, like, like I feel like after the end of the story, I know, I know there's a huge chunk of y'all that dip out, and that's fine. totally fine. Like I fully get it. Um, but if you if you stick around for the dad joke, you're the real MVP, and yep. and we 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 appreciate you on a very deep level. On a level. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to uh, today's episode. We'll um, have everything, all the resources linked on our Instagram where you could swipe up. We'll have uh, a bunch of posts um, pertaining to the episode on our Instagram as well. So be sure to check that out. Um, and yeah, we love you guys. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.